Hey, I'm Camille Joy, and I'm the host of the Moments of Joy podcast. This podcast is dedicated to super moms that don't always feel so super, trauma victims that need an example of how God will pull you through, and those of you that are looking for a little joy. When we go through really hard times, we often feel like nobody can relate. But here on this show, we keep it real in transparency, we keep it real in support, and we keep it real in love for mamas all over the globe. Welcome to the show. I need the joy, the joy of the Lord in my heart. I need to make an exchange, mm-hmm. my day even start Welcome back to another episode of the Moments of Joy podcast. And I am so excited today to be joined by Miss Glambitious herself, Lily Mae Thomas. Lily Mae, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you today. And I am so excited to have you. I literally, I... I get so excited when I have actually built a relationship with someone and then they come on the show. So I feel like I know them a little bit. So welcome to the show. Um, Lily Mae, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Yes, yes, I am Lily Mae. I am a woman of faith. Um, I am an entrepreneur and visionary. For over 10 years, I've operated as a publicist and worked with all types of celebrities and entrepreneurs to help them gain visibility for their business and brand. And now I coach women to do the same, to bring a vision into life and to generate more revenue from the transformation that they offer. And so I've also um, delved deeper into, you know, providing a daily devotional for women as well. So that's become a part of my brand, the faith part. And I'm just excited to, you know, be a a connector, an activator, and really just operate, you know, in the way that God has called me to. Yes, I absolutely love it. You have uh, magazines, you do conferences, so many things. And so we're going to get into that today because you are a woman of faith and you are building an empire building an empire. So how did you get into becoming a publicist? Did you go to school for this or what happened? Yes, I went to UNC Chapel Hill, go Tar Heels. And so while I was there, I got an internship in New York at Universal Motown Records in their publicity department. So that was my introduction to the public relations element. And then I um, got another internship with Atlantic Records in their marketing department. Then I got another internship with Ogilvy and Mather, uh, which is back then was the number two PR firm in the country. So those were the experiences that honed my passion for public relations. And after college, I moved to Atlanta and eventually started my own PR agency. Wow. Now, I love to hear the backgrounds because it lets you know and understand that this person did not just show up. Mm-mm. On the scene, honey, (laughs) they were equipped for the call before you decided to then launch out and become an entrepreneur and do this thing. And how long have you been, you know, rocking out and doing this? 
Um, yes, it's almost been 15 years, actually. Um, I know. I started my first business at 25, and so I'm turning 40 soon. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been almost 15 years. Crazy. Wow. And I just told Lily Mae behind the scenes that she looks no day over 27, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you go, girl. <laughs> Black don't crack, they say, right? Okay. <laughs> Yes. So uh, one of the things I love the most um, in meeting you on Clubhouse, did we meet on Clubhouse? We did. I mean, that's been full of my year. I know the listeners are very used to it now, (laughs) but um, we did. And one of the things that you do, you still do strong is you mix the women of business with faith. Um, And how did you, how did you learn to incorporate that in and not leave that out? That is such a good question. So, um, you know, when I lived in Atlanta, I would host women empowerment events all of the time. And it was related to entrepreneurship. And I always joke and say the Lord will hijack my events. <laughs> so we would come in there to talk about business. And the there's always an element of faith that would come up and the spirit will always come into those events. And this continued, you know, I've, I've hosted in-person events in like Atlanta, Philly, New York, DC, Miami, New Orleans during Essence Festival, all over the country. And every event that I have, the Lord is like, let me get that. He always hijacks my events. And so here recently with, you know, Clubhouse uh, being such a dynamic platform for Christian entrepreneurs, you know, I was inspired to host my own devotional room. And so just kind of take it to the next level to help women anchor themselves spiritually. Yeah. I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that because um, you are not a person that really, you know, just got started. You are really building an empire. And so for women to come in and, you know, admire what you are doing, but see how you've been able to um, still maintain having faith and adding it into your business is huge. So I commend you on that. Um, now I, I wrote down that we would sit and chat about limiting beliefs because that is something that I see so often with, um, just women in general. And, and I know a lot has to do with, um, our childhood and many of the things that, that we go through, but, um, what advice do you have on tackling that, that limiting belief that can even get in your way as you are looking for um, opportunities to be seen because you have a lot of clients who, you know, are looking to be on podcasts, who are looking to be on magazines and speaking and conferences. But what do you see um, as a big uh, red flag or advice you may have on dealing with those limiting beliefs before you even decide to become um, in the forefront? Sure, sure. So um, that is such a great question. You know, depending on the the nature of the limiting belief, sometimes it's necessary for therapy to really get to the root of that limiting belief and help you, you know, develop like a new mindset and perspective towards it. Oftentimes a limiting belief stems from, like you said, something that happens somewhere in life and we kind of got stuck there. And um, with therapy, you know, they provoke thought to help you really remember like, okay, when did this start? And then help you, you know, develop like a framework through which you can see through like a new lens on things, you know? And so uh, therapy would definitely 
definitely be one thing I suggest for people uh, just to get that that started, that process of, you know, uprooting it. Um, and once you've, you know, able to kind of uproot it and determine where it started, then you can take daily actions to, you know, uh, counteract that that limiting belief right so for example if I have a limiting belief that mm, people really don't want me on their platform then I should start pitching myself for podcast interviews like do something take an action step mm. that's in direct opposite of that limiting belief and if you challenge yourself to do that at least once every day do something completely in contrast to what that limited belief is telling you eventually you will have worked up the confidence eventually you know you'll get a response that contradicts that that thought and you're like oh wait people are accepting me on their podcast or people are allowing me to speak on their platform or oh I really can save money you know money isn't a limited resource and so that would kind of be my my twofold advice yeah I I love that because I did not prep you for that question um so the fact that you gave the advice to do the direct opposite of what that limiting belief is is major um was there any time in your life where you felt limited in your beliefs as far as building your business and showing up as a powerful woman that you have been do you know showing up as today Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, um, I grew up in a very, very uh, impoverished environment. And so I grew up under the guise that money was a limited resource and that, you know, people were lucky to be well off and lucky to be wealthy. And so that was a limiting belief that I had to contend with. And then when I moved to Atlanta and started in the public relations realm, you know, back then, uh, publicity was a very buttoned up profession. So, you know, publicists were all black and they would be, you know, very professional. And I'm a colorful person. I'm a, you know, flamboyant, you know, interactive, energetic person. So at one point I thought that I had to change myself to be successful in that industry and then you know it's only so long that you can be someone else I'm like okay I can't I have to wear my red shirt and my glitter and that's who I am and so once I allow myself to be fully colorful you know get on the red carpet if I want even though I have a client there that's on the red carpet then I get on the red carpet after them you know I was doing you know things that most publicists didn't do back then but what it did was it attracted the people to me that like that that vibrancy and so um that was kind of my journey with a specific limiting belief and how I learned that you can be your 100% authentic self and that is really what attracts your tribe mm, it is because when you show up as someone else then you're gonna attract people who don't really like the real you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and yeah, what you've exactly. done over the years is, a, is attract people who are called to you in your voice mm -hmm. absolutely and that and that brings me into imposter syndrome and, and showing up and feeling like you have to be someone else um I my background is in culinary and so I was an executive chef I felt like when I was in culinary when I grew to becoming an executive chef I was in the corporate sector. So I was um, the executive chef at Conair Corporations um, in Stanford, Connecticut. And because it was such a corporate environment, I dealt with a lot of imposter syndrome. Even though I wasn't in the office, I found myself trying to change the way I talked a little. And one day, it's like, listen here, y'all getting this sold for food? <laughs> 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 I'm going to be myself. And when I did, I mean, 
everything changed. The CEO, when I saw him, he just about kissed me on my mouth. I had to take a step back because he was so thankful um, to how I had shifted around the cafeteria, but it was just bringing my knowledge and being myself. I cooked like I cooked at home, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, plantanos, rice and beans, pork, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) just bringing that flavor to, um, to what I was doing and and doing that still in the podcast, right? Because there's so many, Mm -hmm. so many podcasts, but you show up as who you are. And so you do that because there are so many publicists, so many PR firms (laughs) Mm -hmm. out here today. And so you know who you are called to and who is that? What group of people is that? Yes, I love it. So I am called to, you know, the woman of faith who's also a visionary who desires more out of life and she's ready to, you know, introduce her value and her transformation to the world. Like that's the woman that I'm called to serve. You know, the woman that may listen to a little trap music every now and then, but she's definitely in her Bible. She's definitely on her knees praying to God every night as well. You know, I feel like, you know, um, because I have such a a funny sense of humor and that's another part of who I am. And you know, that the woman that I'm attracted to or called to, to serve has a sense of humor. You know, she is, you know, Uh, she doesn't take herself that seriously but she does take her value seriously you know so if that makes sense right she knows that she's valuable she's ready to show up for the world in the place and space that God has called her to but she likes to have fun she's not uptight you know and so uh, that is kind of the avatar of the woman that I am called to serve (laughs) yes that is glambitious exactly (laughs) (laughs) absolutely glam ambitious, not hiding um, the sparkle in your in the red that you may bring. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. So many, many of the listeners are moms. Because I started out as a woman empowerment podcast, we have lots of people who listen that are not moms, sometimes even men. Um, but then uh, halfway through uh, the building of my podcast a year and a half ago, I switched to being a mom podcast. So I want to give um, some encouragement to mompreneurs because you work with so many mompreneurs, amazing mompreneurs um, that I have met through you. Um, and sometimes moms really can't see um, how great they are past being a mom or that building a brand is even possible for them when they have so many things to do. You know, they may still be working um, corporate and running, client, trying to climb the ladder of their career, but they still have dreams of doing something else. So I would love for you to tap into that part um, of giving encouragement um, for the next, like mama, you can still do it. Yes, mama, you can still do it. Many, many of my clients are moms. Um, and so actually one of the clients that I've coached, um, her Instagram is the mom CEO coach. She has five kids, right? And she is so amazing. She has five kids, but she also is an entrepreneur. So she's, you know, created a platform to help moms out of corporate and into entrepreneurship. So, you know, um, you can definitely do it. Just know that you don't have to do it alone, right? So there are people like me who are here to coach and help you walk into 
into your destiny, into the vision that you have as an entrepreneur so that you don't have to carry the load, that you don't have to figure it all out and know, you know, the A to the Z. No, God has literally put people here like me to help you birth that dream and birth that vision, just like you birth those beautiful babies. And I'll tell you, I feel like moms have the most organization skills. It's like all of those skills that you have as a mom mm. are so perfect for entrepreneurship. You are an entrepreneur. You are a project manager. Okay. And so yes. I would love to connect with any of you who feel like, you know, you would like someone to just help you enter into that destiny that God has called you to in entrepreneurship. And I'll say, you don't have to be a full-time entrepreneur. You can start a business on the side. So there's so many ways to do it. Absolutely. There's a a podcast, Side Hustle Pro, (laughs) was one of my favorites. You start with, just start with doing something on the side, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, There are so many Etsy shops that are made from mamas who are going to work, but they have this small hustle on the side, Mm -hmm. you know, it's grown into a huge platform. I heard from a mom uh, the other day who she built a multi-million dollar company for earrings. And um, she's also a mom of five children, five boys. And she started out just as a hobby saying, I want to create leather earrings before leather earrings was a thing. And she started on Etsy. Wow. And now that business is multi-million dollars. <laughs> so Amazing. you can do it. You mm-hmm. can do it. Lily May, thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Um, are there any last words that you have for the women that are listening? Yes, I guess, you know, my last words would just be to, you know, really stay anchored spiritually in this season. You know, I feel like we're all in a a new normal. And so if you stay anchored spiritually, it will give you the grace to handle whatever it is that life throws your way. It'll give you the grace to balance it, you know, and it'll give you the grace to be at peace, even when the world is in chaos. So I would definitely encourage you to connect with me as well on social media. Uh, my page is I am Lily May. And then my website is theglamceo.com. So thank you again so much for having me, Camille. You're welcome. And what is the name of your clubhouse club? Yes, it's called Glambitious. So please follow the Glambitious Club as well, because as I mentioned, we host daily devotionals, business rooms, mom rooms, you know, all types of rooms to just help women stay anchored spiritually and grow financially. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lily. You guys connect with Lily on Instagram and Clubhouse. I promise you, you will not be let down. Mamas, stay strong. Always remember that you always have the option to choose joy. And I will check you out next week. Bye-bye.